my name my name's Tom and today I am with Sean, Evan and Morgan. Uh, we're gonna be discussing a topic that's not usually discussed, we're gonna be discussing death. Uh, we're gonna be starting with Sean. Sean, uh, are you afraid of dying? Well Tom, to answer the question there, um I wouldn't I'm not necessarily afraid of dying, just afraid of leaving the loved ones behind and stuff like that. Yeah, so would you say like you when you're older you're gonna be afraid of dying or like would you say your mentality now? is different to your mentality when you're going to be, say, let's say, 80 years old? Well, hopefully when I'm older, I'll be happy with the life I live. Hopefully I've done like, things I want to do. And yeah, in saying that, Morgan, what age would you be happy to make it to? I don't know. It depends on like what I've done and stuff. Like If I've done everything I pretty much want to do, then I'll be like happy enough to go out. Duff? Probably like 80, because I... Probably like done stuff and then wouldn't care as much. Yeah, no. F for me, I wouldn't necessarily like to live to ninety. Think if I made to seventy, and I passed, then I think, I think I've lived so lived my life and done stuff that I can actually say and be happy with, rather than live a long life and maybe, maybe if it was a little bit more boring, I wouldn't be as happy. If you know what I mean? Um. So next question, we're going to talk about life after death. Uh, Morgan, I'll start with you. Uh, do you believe in life after death? Uh, sort of, like, I don't, I don't think it's just the end once you die, but I don't really know what there is, to be honest, like, I don't have an idea of what it's going to be, I just believe in it, kind of. Duff? Oh, no, I don't at all, I just think you die, and that's yeah. it. Sean? Um, to be with you, I don't think there's any life after that, um, life's a precious thing, and once, once you die, it's all over. What do you think about the conspiracy, like... You turn into an animal when you die, or... I don't believe in that crap now, Tom. Or, I don't know, you kind of... Do you believe you lived a past life? Like, do you believe you lived a life in the war or something, and you died then? Um, I can see where people come down conspiracy theories. That's why we talk about it. It's just deja vu, because when stuff happens in your life, you think happened already, that might have happened in your past life, so... I think it's what people want to believe. I think the concept of life after death and reincarnation and all that is just... Kind of people just avoiding the fact that when you die, you're, that's it, and you're gone. I think uh, I think they're almost trying to avoid the fact that that's it when you're gone, you're gone. Yeah, exactly. Um, right, we're going to talk about ways of dying. Right, Duff, I'll start with you. What is the worst way to die? Um, I'd say burning alive. Why? Ah, because it would be slow and sore. Yeah. Right, Sean, straight into you. Worst way to die? Mine would have to be probably being stranded at sea, starving to death. Starving, yeah. yeah. Strangling, <laughs> strangling's almost quick down away. Uh, Quicker than away. Right, uh, Morgan, last one. Uh, worst way to die? Uh, ending is like slow and painful. Just like, no thanks. What way, like cancer or starvation? Or? Yes, especially like a sickness, because then you're like a burden to the people around you for the years that you're carrying the sickness. Like. Yeah, I suppose. Buried life for me, big time. Right, so that leads into the last question. Um, Sean, would you rather know how you're going to die or when you're going to die? Um, I'd probably rather know when I'm going to die because when you know when you're going to die, you can say goodbye to all your loved ones and stuff like that. Like. Duff? Um, probably when because if, if it's how, you'd know. Like If you're going to get hit by a car, you'd be very paranoid. Yeah, even but like if you know how you're going to die, you can surely prevent it. If no, you but you're going to die. Yeah, but if you know how you're going to die, you can surely prevent it. No. 
But if you get, if you know how you're gonna, let's say you're gonna get hit by a car, surely yeah. you can stay away from the road if you know what I mean. No, but if you're gonna get hit by a car, you get hit by a car. Yeah, but I think you can prevent it though. You'd no. almost try to live your life that's trying to prevent it. No. Why? Yeah, that's why would you want it? You'd be paranoid, like. True. Yeah, paranoia is a big thing. All right, so I'm just, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just challenging you, you know. All right, Morgan. Uh, how you're gonna die or when you're gonna die? Uh, same as the last bit. When? Because then you can kind of live without fear until the day you know you're gonna die. Basically, you can kind of do what you want and know that you're not gonna die doing it. Uh, Sean, what would you? F you found out when you're gonna die, and it said you're gonna die tomorrow. What would you do? Well, if I found out I was gonna die tomorrow, I'd probably try and take one thing off the bucket list, which would be how to jump out of an airplane. It's the last day on Earth. Like, there's no consequences really, so you can just kind of do what you want. Like you don't have any, you don't have time to travel anywhere. You don't have time to do that, so it has to be quick and short, I suppose. But um, yeah, I think that wraps up our conversation on that, lads. Fair play. Right, cheers. Uh, so PG, I'm going to start us off here now. Um, do you think there is much of a difference between football now and from football before? Uh, yeah, sort of. There's like you know, sort of a drastic difference from like nowadays to the past. Like you know, the physicality, like players back then, they'd be like you know, going in rough, like leg breakers essentially. Like harder tackles and stuff like that, uh, more yeah. injuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah like they'd probably like break their legs as well. So like you know, nowadays. Referees are just like, you know, they're more concerned, you know. So, like, the referees, they'll just be uh, just looking out for the bag of tackles, like, or the, you know, the dirty players as well, so. Yeah, more punishing on people who give them cheek and stuff like that, I think, as well. Yeah, I guess so, like, you know. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they're just a lot more forgiving nowadays, I think. It's just, yeah. Mm. It's a lot of that, anyway. They're more strict as well, so. Yeah. Um, there's like more money in this in the football nowadays as well, so uh, like sponsorship deals, TV rights, you know, expensive players and expensive facilities as well. Like so nowadays, you see like footballers, uh, they're like going for like a hundred million, like pounds, and like back in like back in the olden days, they'd be going for like a hundred grand. Hundred million would be a lot, lot in the olden days anyway, because mm -hmm. like the money was different then, but. Well, yeah, obviously, there's no money back then, so yeah. like you see, Neymar is like 200 million. So 200 million is a lot of money. Uh, same with the, same with like their wages as well. Like probably nowadays they're on 250 grand or something. Back then they would just been like 50 pounds or something just to play the game. You know, just to play a game. Uh, it's a bit much money. Like if you see if like the other job is about like doctors and t things that are more important than footballers who are just entertainers. They're being paid a lot, lot more for things that are take a lot less. Well, like, yeah, to they're, do. Just, they're just they're being paid just to kick a football, and like, like when you look at it, to be honest. Yeah, another topic we could bring up now is the new technology in football. Uh, what do you think of that now? Like the VAR and the um, goal line technology. I don't. Re I'm not really a fan of it, to be honest. Um, you know, VAR like the video assistant referees, the people looking at the at the um, tackles or fouls or whatever they're not real referees really so like 
you know, they're making the wrong decisions. Yeah, a lot of the time I've seen they've started making wrong decisions, but then again, it shows in computers we can see if the offsides, especially, we can see if they're actually offside or not. I think, but there definitely is, they need improvement in the VAR. Well, the goal line technology, that's that's fine. Like, that's probably they had like a few years to improve on that. Same with VAR, it's only coming to the game now, so like we'll have a few years to improve on it. Have a few years to improve exactly. Uh, there's also I also noticed now there's a lot more better facilities because obviously there's a lot more money in the club, so they have a lot more money to spend on mm. facilities and gyms and training equipment and all that. So now the players are a lot more fit because they have better facilities and are able to kick mm. a ball better because mm. they have a lot more training well, equipment they, for them. Yeah, well they need they they, well they they need that really mm. you know like you have the and even so you have more in the facilities. You have more staff as well, so like you know, physios, chefs, the lot like you know, video analysis as well. So yeah, like looking back in the day, it would look like crazy to look up at this if they they saw that this is what was coming. So it'd be a bit mad. Mm, exactly. Like, so now there's a there's also like a lot more competitions. Like as football has progressed, there's a lot more different cups, different leagues, and everything like that. You know, mm. just like oh, uh, like there's positives and negatives about this, but like you know. You know, it's on the bright side. There's like more football to watch, more football to play. Uh, but at the same time, on the negative sides, uh, too much football to play. Really, you know, you had Liverpool there uh, like last week. who were like playing in the Club World Cup and the Carabao Cup within two days. So like, you know, and the Club World Cup was in Qatar as well. So they they had two teams two squads travelling to the two games as well so like I, I don't know how that works you know so yeah they had to rack up two teams and just whatever they had they could mm. put on the same field. with the same with the World Cup that will be in Qatar as well in 2022 um, you know like it'll be in, they're saying it'll be held in March or something like that so like that'll just get in the way with the Premier League season as well so like because they, they don't have winter breaks or anything like that you see other mm. Other other leagues in the in Europe they'll have like winter breaks or something like that, but the Premier League doesn't have any breaks at all. It's just it's just constant, keeps going throughout the whole season. So we just seem to get more and more differences between football now and from before. Like there's still like more things such as like football has gotten a lot less rough. Just seeing the point we talked on before about the refs being more strict and more forgiving in both areas actually, just in different places, but. Back in the day when the refs were a little more, mm. you know, they were, those players were more rough and they'd tackle harder and they'd get a lot more injuries and stuff if you... Yeah, I suppose it's just to keep the game, like, just to keep the game flowing, really, you know. Mm. Back in the day, they would have been constant, constantly tackling or fouling just to stop the game, say, if they're, like, winning by one goal in, like, the last minute of the game, they would have been tackling, 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 like, foul, foul, foul. Nowadays, like the ref will just like they'll take note of that and then just you know they'll do something about it. Obviously, it's just really to protect the players because if something happens to the players, then it's on them because that's a lot of that could ruin their lives if it's a big injury. So now there's also a lot less rules. So or no, there was less rules from before. Sorry. So players could do a lot of things they would have wanted to do compared to nowadays. So uh, what do you think of that? Like to. Yeah, well, like, it's good nowadays, yeah. Like, there would have been many, many dirty players uh, in the olden days. Like, you know, you have the likes of Roy Keane, 
uh, Vinnie Jones, Zidane as well. Uh, like just a lot of dirty, dirty play. So yeah, that's yeah. That w- that's something they would have picked up on. Like obviously, so to just to keep things smooth. Yeah, some of the new rules they added was now that the the keeper can now pass to the two players in his box, but the they can come into the box to receive the pass, but the strikers cannot receive the pass, go into the box until the keeper kicks the ball. Is there any other new rules you can... Uh, well, there's like new free kicks uh, and new substitution rules as well. Uh, it's where basically the... The player on the on the team taking the free kick can't stand in the opposition's wall, uh, basically because they would be pushing the other players or shoulding the other players or blocking the goalkeeper's view or anything like that. So nowadays you're not allowed to do that, but um, you are allowed to stand in front of the wall, um, which is probably sh- something they should also get rid of as well because like you know it's blocking the walls view for whoever's kicking the ball and um, whereas the new substitution rule is where um, when one of the teams are making a substitution the player on the pitch has to go off uh, the quickest way possible so like if if uh, the player that's coming off is on the far side of the pitch uh, he has to go off uh, the nearest, the nearest touchline is instead of just uh, walking or jogging all the way over to the subs bench, uh, just to save time basically and no time wasting. So before pitches used to be badly looked after and we're in a terrible state. Nowadays pitches are mowed, watered, pointed, painted, and well looked after. This has a good effect on the players as training on a pitch that is well looked after is a lot more satisfying than playing on a pitch that is not well looked after. Also, it can help play as if the pitch is not looked after and there is lots of rubble on the pitch or muck or slippy bits, then they're gonna, the players are not going to be able to play as well because they'll be slipping all over the place and mm. it's just not... It's just more, I guess it's just more helpful to play on, you know, if you're playing on a muddy pitch, you'd be slipping everywhere, you know, mud gets everywhere on you and the ball would get stuck basically as well so like if you have like a nicer smoother pitch uh it's just everything everything goes goes it just goes to plan it works at all and um even on like nowadays we have astroturfs or 3g surfaces which would help uh you know if in the winter pitches would be like muddy uh flooded waterlogged or all sorts like that they're unplayable basically so you will have um there's just go to other alternative, which is um, AstroTurf pitches. Uh, so PJ, do you think that the new changes in football were for the better or for the worse? Uh, well, they definitely, well, they've definitely gotten for the better. So, um, you know, yeah, yeah. But I think there's a lot more greed and stuff in football now with the amount of money they're earning now. Oh yeah, well, stuff apart, like that. From, apart from the money, I see. I think the money's the money aspect of it just kind of like takes over the the players loves for the, fo- for the game really yeah it's you not know, about love for football anymore it's about the money yeah I think so you know they have like you've footballers just kicking a ball around for like you know 100k a week yeah 100k 250k a week it's it, it's kind of mad now really nowadays and like to be honest it's only going to get more more expensive 
the wages and players and the costs of everything, really. Hi, today we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories. What do you think about this, Sarah? Well, I think there's a lot of conspiracy theories. And um, firstly, I'll, oh, sorry. firstly, I'll be talking about the Mandela effect. This isn't um, as such a conspiracy theory, but it is very world-renowned um, and known. And the Mandela effect is basically um, this theory that there's organizations that control things that go on in the world, um, such as the government or you know, different gangs, etc. And um, basically, the Mandela th effect is it started and was named by about N Nelson Mandela um, when he was in prison. A lot of people thought and remember in their own opinion that Nelson Mandela died in prison, which in fact is incorrect. He actually died when he was after he was released from prison uh, in 2016. But for some reason, people have it in their head that he died in prison. This has happened on many accounts for different things, such as Looney Tunes. Many people believe that it is spelt that Tunes is spelt T W O N S, but it's act actually Looney Tunes. So T U N E S. Uh, and this is many other. There's many other examples of this, and like Kit Kat, which with the hyphen. And yes, that is all about the. Mandela effect. I'll now be passing you to Michael. Uh, other conspiracy theories are about uh, there's certain celebrities having passed away and that people believe that they haven't passed away. They make up uh, conspiracy theories that they're still alive, whether they're in a, alive in a different country or that they faked their death. Uh, certain celebrities such as Tupac and Elvis are famous examples of this. Uh, Dara has other examples of this. And uh, Paul McCartney from uh, The Beatles in 1966, he and his girlfriend were in a car crash and the girlfriend was confirmed dead and they said Paul McCartney wasn't confirmed dead but other people say Paul McCartney did die and they replaced him in The Beatles themselves and uh, that's just another conspiracy theory. So another uh, conspiracy theory is that the, about the moon landing being fake. So uh, first of all, there's no gravity on the moon, which like you can't really, because like the flag was blown in the video, and that doesn't make any sense. No wind, like there's no. That doesn't make any sense, basically. Um, so the reason I think this isn't true is because basically, why isn't anyone going back to develop or like doing any more for like expeditions or anything else? So yeah. Conspiracy, these conspiracy theories are really interesting to think about and to do more research into and that is why we are all really interested in them and would love to look further into them. Thank you.